Hey, stranger. It's me, Sam. I am so happy to be back with you today. Uh, It's been some time since we have showed up for you, um, Electric Hair Society and me, myself, personally, on this podcast. So um, it just didn't feel right staying away with everything that's going on. So I thought it was really important to kick back things up with Electric Hair Society and Um, In today's episode, we are not going to play catch up for too long. I am going to let you guys know what's been going on, but um, I really want to dive in today um, with what's going on in the world, what's going on in our industry, and how we can make small shifts in order to move forward. So we've been gone for a little while, (laughs) a couple months. Our last podcast air date was at the end of January, and we're now in late April. So it's been a couple months without going into too much detail about why we're gone. I'll just be honest, like life has happened. I am currently entering a different chapter of my life and my personal life needed a lot more of my time and attention. Um, And yeah, that's the honest truth. So I needed to take care of myself and I needed to take care of my family. And I had a little bit too much on my plate. So I had to put a pause on electric hair, but I am so glad to be back, especially during this hard time. I know that sounds kind of weird, but um, I feel like now more than ever, we really need each other. And when this Shit's really started to hit the fan. It really hit to me that I can no longer ignore coming back to electric hair. I've been wanting to jump back in for a while and fear was holding me back. And then this hit and I was like, okay, this is, it's enough. Like I need to do this now. It just didn't feel right being away and not connecting with you guys. So um, I'm so happy to be back. I'm not proud of why we came back given the times, but nonetheless, I'm happy to be back here with you and I'm excited to face challenges with you one and then to get through them with you. And hopefully we can all learn and grow from this weird and awkward time we're all going through. Usually how the podcast works is um, there's kind of a system to it. So I create what I call a script and I just kind of outline basically what I'd like to talk about, what the focus is, what the goal is, and I jot everything down and I kind of have that to go off of. And this has been literally the hardest episode to ever script and outline. One, because we've been gone for so long and two, like with everything that's going on in the world and in our industry right now, like where the fuck do we start? Like where do we even get started with this? It took me a lot longer than usual to come up with the script and the outline. So much has happened in such a short amount of time. And it, again, like where do we even start? And so I really had to rewrite this a couple of times and go back to the drawing board a bit because I think that it's a crucial time And it is a very sensitive time for a lot of us, maybe emotionally, maybe financially and spiritually, but we're all feeling the hit right now. Today, I'd really like to avoid business talk. And what I mean by that is like tactics on what people are doing right or what they're doing wrong or how we are going to get through this and what's going to change and all that stuff. Um, I do think that it is important to talk about business and how it has changed and how it will change when we go back into the salon. But 
I really believe that we first really need to address and dissect how we are feeling and how we are dealing with it right now because it is such an emotional time for all of us. And when we avoid our emotions, eventually the shit hits the fan. And so I'd like to dive there deep with you guys today first. And, you know, we're going to have a lot more episodes. We obviously have a lot more time. For most of us, it's been extended another four weeks before we can get back into the salon. It may be longer. It's always evolving and we have no control over that. So we're going to have time to dissect or to dissect and talk about um, what we can do for our businesses right now, how we can move forward and what business will look like when we do get back in the salon. But for today, I really, really want to speak to you as a human being <laughs> and get connected more on an emotional level because I feel that if we put this on the back burner, again, it's, the shit's just going to hit the fan and it's not going to be better. And one of our core beliefs with electric hair is we can't take care of others until we take care of ourselves. And so I think we need to really take a step back and pause and realign ourselves and remember where we are right now, how we are feeling and how we are dealing in order to move forward. So that's going to be the goal for today's episode. It's going to be more emotionally based on us as human beings. I hope by sharing that with you today, you can realize that you're not alone in this. We can talk about ways we can mentally get out of the rut we are all in and we can push forward with our business. So this is to set us up for success for future episodes on how we can be proactive in our business later. We are in the service industry and we literally (laughs) work to serve others. And I think that now is a really good time to realize that it's more than just about the hair and how much we contribute to other people's lives. But it's harder to implement serving ourselves when we don't get the opportunity to serve others. So that whole phrase that I just shared with you, we can't take care of others until we take care of ourselves. I feel like that's kind of been stripped from us in a sense because we don't get the opportunity any longer to serve others. So it makes it a lot harder for us to even show up for ourselves. And I feel that a lot of us right now as artists, because we physically can't do hair, we are being stripped of our identity. (laughs) And I think a lot of us are having an identity crisis. And I have gone through this previously in my life. Who am I without hair? Like who is this person? And it causes these negative voices in your head. It causes you to be alone in your thoughts. And right now the only thing we have is time and we're forced to stay home. So I feel like these emotions are kind of rising in a lot of us currently. And on top of that, it's like our livelihood is at stake. Some people are worrying about um, financial things. If Am my clients still going to be there? Is my salon still going to be open? How am I going to feed myself? And how am I going to feed my family? So there's just a lot of built up emotional pressure right now going on in the world. And I think that a big part of who we are as hairdressers gets wrapped up in what we do. And we spend way more time at work than we do at home. And now we don't get to work. So who are we? We're starting to question who we are. And I'd really like to dive deep in that today with you. 
I really want to lead with what you're feeling right now. Um, Maybe you're feeling lost. Maybe you're feeling stuck or unsure, scared of what's going to happen. Maybe you're in a funk. Maybe you haven't taken care of yourself. Maybe you don't take a shower until like four. Maybe you don't even take a shower. Maybe you've neglected doing any kind of work, whether that be on yourself, for yourself, or your business. But whatever it is that you are feeling, I want to remind you that your feelings are valid, whatever they are. Your feelings are absolutely valid. I know that we all have different circumstances, but every single one of us right now is affected emotionally, financially, spiritually, whatever it may be. But everyone in the world is being affected by what's going on due to this pandemic. And these feelings that are arising for you, your feelings are valid. And I also want to remind you that you are definitely not alone in this. I can attest for every single one of those feelings. We're all feeling threatened right now by a lot of things. We're all going through the emotions and we're all grieving to some degree at this point. And we have been grieving for a couple of weeks now. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about grief and I did some research on it and I want to talk about this because I feel that in one way, shape or form, you can relate to one of these or all of these. So you might've heard this before, but there are five stages to grief and those are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And so I want to kind of break those down with you guys really quickly because I feel like we're all going through these motions and the faster we realize that we're going through this grief and that we're not going through it alone, I feel that's going to get us a lot closer to acceptance and moving and pushing forward. But we first have to recognize where we are at and what has currently been happening and accept what has happened. So The first stage of grief is denial. So I can definitely tell you that when all of this was happening, I thought it was a hoax. It wasn't that big of a deal. You know, we, when we started hearing about it, we were back home and we spent 10 days back in California. And when we got there, it wasn't even a conversation. It wasn't on the news yet. And by the time that we left, it was so big, like in 10 days, that's really, really fast. But when this first started kind of evolving, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I thought other people were making a bigger deal about it than what it was. And then I thought that the media was making a bigger deal about it than what it was too. So... And then like we started to get upset. This is where stage two of grief comes in and anger. And like, why is this happening? When is this going to end? Are you kidding me? We can't even go to Chick-fil-A or Kingston. It's only an hour away. And things just started to escalate like so quickly. I couldn't believe it. Even looking back on it now, I was like, man, things really happen really, really fast. And then we hit stage three of grief, which is bargaining. Once they closed down salons and they told us that like your all non-essential businesses are closed, I started telling myself really nasty things like, oh my God, what have I done? We shouldn't have went on vacation. I probably shouldn't have spent as much or splurged as much when I was home. What could I have done different in order to protect my business? How am I going to pay for my bills? If only I saved. 
saved? What if I would have saved before? How come I didn't have a financial plan for my business already? Then I wouldn't be in this predicament. So a lot of what ifs, if only I did this. And then week three came along and I started to get super sad and depressed and I felt alone. The first two weeks, they weren't, I wouldn't call them fun, but it was like, you know, I was cleaning, I was reorganizing the salon, I was working on stuff for electric hair. But now week three, I'm like, the vacation's over, it's been extended, I'm sad, and I can, am continuously going through all these stages of grief. And it's a lot easier to stay in this depression phase of grief because because of our limitations right now we have absolutely no choice but to stay in our homes and to not communicate with our friends everything's been stripped from us and we can go get groceries luckily but our everyday normal routines and activities have been taken from us and so I feel that when we are forced in isolation, that's when the emotional side kind of kicks in, right? Like I remember when we first moved here, I went through a little depression season because back at home, I was always busy. I was doing this, this and that. I had a schedule and on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And then when we moved to New York, I had this downtime or down period and we came in the middle of winter here which is horrible so we were stuck inside and Luis would go to work and I'd be at home and I'd have nothing to do and I'd be unmotivated to do anything even if I did have something to do and I was just stuck at home with all these thoughts and all these feelings and now I right now I think it's a little bit worse not necessarily speaking on my situation particularly, but I feel that um, there's a lot of people out there, even if you don't do hair, who are dealing with their mental and emotional feelings inside, everything that we keep inside that we can no longer hide from by the distractions of the world. And then add on top of that, everything that's been taken from us, everything that we've been questioning and how we are going to survive this. So if you are currently in this stage right now, or any of these stages, it is okay. It's completely normal. And all of us are feeling at least one of these things right now, if not all of them. So the last stage of grief is acceptance. And we may not all be here in acceptance right now, but this is a place I would like to go with you moving forward. We cannot replace what's been lost and we can't go back and fix things. We can't go back and and fix our what ifs or if onlys. And we have to really accept that things are not going to be back to normal. It's going to be just like how it is right now. This is the new norm. There's going to be another new norm once we all get back to our everyday lives. And I feel like once we hit this acceptance stage or once we come to accept the acceptance stage, instead of denying our feelings, we listen to our needs. Like, what do we need right now? We need to move. We need to change or pivot. We need to grow 
and that helps us evolve. So this is where I would like to go with you guys. I want to move forward. I want to make change. I want to grow with you and I want to evolve both in my personal life and in my business and as a community with you. This is where I want to go with you. So I definitely feel that I have been through the stages of grief during this time. So I've been in denial. I've been in anger. I've been angry. Um, I definitely bargained with myself with all the what ifs. I definitely hit depression. Like there was times where I didn't even shower or, you know, take care of myself or anything like that. And now I am finally in the acceptance phase, I believe. (laughs) Anyway, just because I'm in this phase currently does not mean that it's not still hard. It does not mean that I'm not still working on it. And it does not mean that it's easy. I want to be honest with you, being in this phase currently, it is work. (laughs) It's a lot of work. Um, But I'm just trying to stay in control of the things that I do have control over and be in acceptance of the things that I do not have control over and let them go as best as I can because it is not doing me or anybody else a service by by hanging on to them. Like I literally can't do anything about it. And letting go doesn't mean like fuck it or I don't care or anything like that. It's like Instead of focusing on what I can't do, I am choosing to focus on what I can do. So I want to share what's been working for me as I'm entering or I'm in the middle of this acceptance phase. And hopefully this will spark something for you. And if you've been in any of the previous stages of grief, um, it helps you get you a little bit closer to the stage of acceptance and moving forward. So here's what's been working for me. Um, When this all started, I had no routine whatsoever. I was getting up whenever I wanted. Um, Sometimes I took a shower. Sometimes I didn't. I didn't do my makeup for a long time. I didn't make a routine or a schedule for work. I didn't have any of that. So what really helped kick things off for me was creating a routine. And for me, I tend to get overwhelmed when I think of all the things I have to do for work or need to do or should do for work. And so I started to realize that when I was making a routine, I could do this, I could do that, blah, 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 blah. And I have all this time. And so I can knock this out and get ahead on this and blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of overwhelmed me and it put me a step back. And so when I came back into creating a routine for myself, it was really important for me not to think about work. And I know that sounds contradictory, especially in our position right now, but I had to really stop and take a deep look inside and like going back to our needs and what do I need right now. And that was definitely (laughs) self-care. That was definitely self-care. So in my routine that I first created, um, the first couple days were all about me and nothing about work. So I was looking at it through a different set of eyes when it hit because I was so caught up in my emotions that I thought that even my self-care routine was stripped from me, which is a lie. If you do not have any kind of routine, I would like to encourage you to create some kind of routine. You don't need to be strict with yourself, but I do think that having a routine 
keeps things in motion and that's going to help us move forward. After I took care of myself for a couple of days and then I started introducing work back into it. So then I started to tell myself like, okay, instead of getting overwhelmed of all these tasks that I can do and all these things that I can do, what's one thing that I can do for my business right now? And that's it. So I started with one thing for myself and one thing for my business. Even though we can't connect in person, we still have the opportunity to connect, especially with all the technology that's going on. And that's something that's really made a difference in my attitude and my mood and how I show up every day is making sure that I still stay connected to people. Another thing that I've been doing is going on coffee dates with my friends in cars. We'll grab coffee, we'll stay in our car, we'll roll the window down and we have a conversation for like an hour and just like catch up. And that has been seriously so awesome and make me feel a lot better. So even if, again, we can't come into contact, what can you do during this time? That's something that I have truly enjoyed um, connecting with my friends and making sure they're okay and you know, just catching up and feeling like a human again. And my routine to go to bed is kind of still the same. I was falling out of that routine when the pandemic hit because there was a story I was telling myself that it was taken from me when in reality I was in control and that is something that wasn't taken from me. So eight o'clock, the TV goes off on the weekends. We get a little crazy and stay up till nine, maybe even 10. But during the week, it goes off at eight. We go upstairs, we brush our teeth, wash our face. So I highly recommend a morning routine and I highly recommend a night routine, whatever that looks like for you. And another thing is I am trying to stay off my phone a lot less because it is so easy to sit and scroll when we have so much time on our hands, right? I think we're all stuck on our phones a lot before, but even more so now. So check in with yourself, see if being on your phone is bringing you true happiness and joy. And if it isn't, don't be afraid to put it down. It is okay. You're not going to miss anything and all the valuable news that should get to you, I promise will. I want to really encourage you to start small. It does not have to be big. And time is the greatest gift that we've been given during this time. A lot has been taken from us. But if we just choose to focus on what's been given to us, time is a really big thing. So use this time wisely. Start really small. I had to start with some self-love and taking a shower and putting on my makeup and before noon. And if I I did that three days in a row and that was a huge win for me. (laughs) So take small, actionable steps just to continue moving forward and it'll get us to that 100%. But I think it starts when we move forward at 10%, if that makes sense. So start with 10% shifts and eventually over time, we're going to build momentum and we'll get to that 100%. So this is kind of where I'd like to end. Um, I really want to challenge you guys and give you homework (laughs) since we're at home. I don't know, I think I'm funny. But um, I really want to challenge you guys to get in touch with your inner wisdom and in small shifts daily. So that way we can come back next week and start taking action on our business. So that's your homework for the week is to kind of get realigned, find your inner wisdom, create a routine for yourself to hopefully help get out of this funk. But um, 
that's what I'm going to challenge you to do. So that way we can come back next week and start to push forward and start to work on things that we can do in our business right now. But we cannot take care of others, including our business, unless we take care of ourselves first. So this is where I want to start and end with you guys. Take care of yourself. Get back realignment. Remember you are not alone in this. It's okay to grieve. Recognize where you are and let's power through this shit. I love you so much. I hope you have a fantastic day and week and we'll be back next week with things we can focus on to move our business forward. Love you guys. Bye.